Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek with the franchise, Tim Allen, on 1250 AM, The Fan. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. The final 5-1 tonight. Brewers take care of the Cardinals in game one of this four-game set. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers get the victory today. Woody looks a lot better. Offense sprinkles in a bunch of runs uh, in multiple innings. That's a good thing. They didn't stack them all up in one inning and then go dormant for a while. Uh, place was packed, 42,794. And again, th- here's, here's the biggest stat. I mean, they win today. That's, that's huge. Biggest stat of the night, Brewers have won four of their last five games. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> It just doesn't seem like it. Mayor Mitch, my main man, is here uh, alongside. My name is Tim Allen, and want to get your thoughts on uh, opening day as well. And, and we'll talk about the game, certainly. This is a big win for the crew. And, and the fact that they can get back on track here in a winning way. You know, they dropped the first couple of games of the season, and then they rattle off four of the next five games. We'll take that for sure. Uh, the pitching, much, much better. In fact, the runs allowed is pretty impressive as well. We say they've won four of their last five, but in their last four games, the Brewers pitching staff as a whole has only given up nine runs. Just nine runs given up in their last four games, all three in Baltimore and then this one today. So that's that's pretty impressive for this baseball team right now. 414-799-1250 on a holiday. This is like a holiday, and I know a lot of uh, conversations have been had about uh, whether or not, you know, since this wasn't the season opener, whether that was downplayed or not, I always say it's a special day no matter what. It could be game 33 if that's the way the schedule uh, bears out the home opener for the Milwaukee Brewers. And 
uh, president of baseball operations, David Stearns. I mean, he, he thinks it's a special day, too, and we're going to hear his comments in just a little bit. But how special of a day is it, considering the fact that they've had six games in and then they drop in the home opener? And I say I do say it's something special, and, and I always have. Again, whether that's the season opener or just a home opener, a weekend or a series in, how do you feel, Mitch? Is this is this kind of a special day for Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin? Yeah, I would I would say, I would say it is. But Mitch, how about you? Sorry, Tim, getting a phone call there for you. Uh, yeah, uh, opening day in Milwaukee obviously is huge. It's it's a day where especially coming out of the pandemic or, or whatever you want to call it, coming into the, the new normal. It's a day where people can, can, can get together and you could certainly feel it. It was a full, full crowd down there at American family field. Uh, I've, I've never personally gone to the home opener ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's too bad. That's a, sh- that's a it, shame. It'll Mitch. happen. You, you, it'll happen. You, one okay, of these days. Good. You, you have to do it. And the weather wasn't real conducive to tailgating no, today. Not at because all. Because, I don't know if they still have the bands out in the parking lot or not. I mean, years ago, that that was they'd be sprinkled in two or three or four bands throughout the uh, parking lots. But you know, it was super windy today, oh, yeah. and it was cold. But there are the hardcores that say, no matter what, we're going to tailgate, we're going to fire up the grill, we're going to throw some uh, sausages on on the uh, on the grill, tap tap some beers here, and then go from there. I'm sure that still occurred, and, and we'll get some reports. Those of you. Uh, just coming out of American Family Field. I would like to hear those reports to see just how damn cold it was out there. It had to be brutal. I, I mean, feel like just... I've I've been to a game around this time of year where you're tailgating and it's gale force winds and <laughs> you're out there in the yep. the parking yep. lot having a good time. But it, and it doesn't matter because baseball's back. You know, in in April you'll stand out there. A lot of, a lot of people don't have a problem standing out in uh, January at Lambeau Field to tailgate. So they certainly aren't going to be phased by some April weather in southeast Wisconsin. And, you know, Mitch, um, a lot of people say, well, have a couple beers. That'll warm you up. That's never worked for me. No. It's never – it's made me colder to to have cold beers made me colder in weather like this. But also a little bit later on in the show, want to get your go-tos when you go to a ball game, not necessarily at American Family Field, but wherever you're going to go to see a baseball game – there's just certain traditions that you do at a ball game, certain things that you have to do. You've been doing it since you were a little kid. You, maybe you've been doing it since you were old enough to have a couple of beers, and you always have a beer in the first and a beer in the fifth, or whatever the tradition might be. Me, it's, it's just a standard operating procedure. I have either the hot dog and brat, the stadium sauce, nachos, and a bag of peanuts, for sure. Those are the food items. I, that's, just, that, that's just standard must. Uh, Then I'll have a couple of beers. Then I take a trip to the souvenir shop. Always. That's just an absolute. And by the way, maybe we'll throw this out there on Twitter. I need to get to the uh, bottom of this. Is it still okay in these parks these days when you do have the peanuts, like me, bag of peanuts, the guy, you know, chucks them from 17 feet away. Um, is it still okay to drop the shells down by your feet? Because I'm, I, you know, I don't know. I've heard that that's like, why are you kidding me? You can't do that. You, that's not, that's not right. You need to put them in like in like an empty cup or an empty bag or something. I'm I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything official on that. I, but I I don't know. I mean, maybe people are moving to 
a, you know, an idea where you should clean up after yourself, but I don't know. I, it's okay with me as long as you're not like, I don't know, spitting on top of them too. No, and then... no, true, true. No, I just crack them out of the shell and just drop the shells by my feet. And then I always like getting up and crunching the shells on the ground. That's just <laughs> what I do. I don't know if that's acceptable anymore, but we'll get to all those sorts of things. We'll get to uh, some of the game uh, as well, for sure. We have to, because this was a nice victory today. Five to one opening day here in Milwaukee. It goes the cruise way over the Cardinals. And what a nice reception. You guys, 42,794 at AmFam Field. You guys give uh, Albert Pujols a nice reception. I got to say that I was a little surprised at that. I was just a little and not blown away by it because you guys can do what you want. You, you bought the tickets. You're paying the parking. You're buying the concessions. I've always said booing is allowed. That's allowed. It's okay. As long as there's not profanity involved, as long as there's you know not uh, any disorderly conduct involved and things like that. I'm fine with booing, cheering, whatever you want to do. Some people aren't. They're like, well, that's just, you shouldn't boo anybody. That, that hurts their feelings. Um, there, was, there was quite a few boos for the reception of Albert Pujols back in a Cardinals uniform. Here in Milwaukee. I don't know if I was pleased by that. Yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> I, I Baker guess Mayfield more. probably wasn't pleased. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Although May, <laughs> Mayfield did say, hey, how would people feel if, if a bunch of people went around and booed by your cubicle at work? I don't know if you caught that in one of the podcasts. I did, yeah. But, uh, again, uh, the, the reception for Pujols, that was pretty interesting. Brewers get a victory today. Let's get you a few highlights here. Want to get your thoughts. How special of a day is opening day for the Brewers in Milwaukee, even though the season has started, obviously, already? 414-799-1250. First inning, Woody, no grind. I've been talking the last couple of shows about how everything this team is doing seems to be just a grind. That's the best way I can explain it. This is a grind getting out of an inning when you're, when you're on the mound. It's a grind when you get a, a runner or two on, none or one out, and it's a grind getting runs across. Not today. Not for Woody. He was, uh, he was ahead of all three hitters. He set them down in order on 13 pitches. He was 0-1 on Carlson, 0-1 on Goldschmidt, 0-1 on O'Neill. I mean, that's, that's big time for Woody. You knew something was going on with Woody uh, when that happens. And as Euchre would say, bottom of the first, the, and it was great to hear him doing another home opener. As Euchre would say, the Brewers hit the pay window in the bottom of the first inning. It was a leadoff triple by Colton Wong, two consecutive ABs going back to Baltimore that Colton Wong has hit a triple but a pop-up by Adamas, then a strikeout by Yelich on a, a very questionable call. Low call. I mean, these umpires haven't called low pitches since 2019. Come on. And he gets rung up. But Andrew McCutcheon, don't let Wayne right off the hook here. And he didn't. One swing gives the Brewers the lead. And McCutcheon back up the middle. A base hit and an RBI. A pick-me-up. And the Brewers strike first here this afternoon. <laughs> Speaking of pick-me-ups, what a pick-me-up it was for David Stearns to get him in March. Yeah, no question about it, as heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin. One zip right there after a Rowdy Tellez uh, uh, fly-out goes to the second inning. 
Woodruff ahead of the first two hitters. Again, 0-1 on Arenado, 0-1 on Pujols. That's, again, a good sign for Woody's performance. Pujols did reach on air uh, from uh, Colton Wong, but he's caught stealing for some reason. Now he's, I don't know what he was thinking going to third. That'll work. And so Woody faces the minimum through the first couple of innings, and the Brewers tack on. Bottom of the second inning after a Renfro strikeout. This guy's been barreling up baseballs the, the entire time he's been, he's been up there this season, and it finally paid off for Omar Narvaez. Narvaez sends one deep to right. This is way back, and Omar sends one out of here. Solo shot for the Brewer catcher, and it's 2 to nothing, Milwaukee. Yeah, we'll take that two zip uh, on the home run. Strange, top of the third inning. Base hits by Bader and Molina set the stage for the Cardinals. Then Tommy Edmond with a sacrifice bunt. Oh, my gosh, I thought small ball was gone in, in baseball these days. Oh, it's just so stupid in baseball. You're dumb. You're dumb. You can't do that for analytics. That's a slap in the face to, to the modern game of baseball. Not to the St. Louis Cardinals. Not in the third inning. When you're down two zip, see it's situational. You can scream all day long about how it's how it's launch angle and it's home runs and 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 small ball is not the way to go. It is the way to go in certain situations. So there's a uh, bunt, second and third now with the one out, a break for the Brewers as they get a ball that hits the knob of the bat of Dylan Carlson. Woody grabs it, runners hold for the second out of the inning. Now, here's where it gets a little crazy. <clears throat> In the uh, Goldschmidt at bat, works Goldschmidt 2-2, and then the umpire is, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's thinking. I, I'm, I'm not sure how you miss calls like this. 2-2 count, he misses a changeup for a strikeout. Uh-uh, that didn't happen. He misses a slider for a strikeout. Uh-uh, that's, that, that's not going to happen within the at-bat, I'm saying. It got to 2-2, and then he starts fouling off a bunch of, uh, a bunch of pitches, Goldschmidt does. The inning and the at-bat is extended. The pitch count is flaring up for Woody. Um, Goldschmidt it just is battling. He grounds to the left side. Seemingly, the Brewers and Woodruff get out of it. Not the case. Catcher's interference is called on top of all that, and it was. Granted, it was second uh, catcher's interference by Omar on the season. Finally, Woody does get O'Neill to pop up to keep it at two zip, but that could have been a disaster right there. Brewers, a couple of runs in that third inning. How did they get them? One out double from Christian Yelich. Almost took it out again after a f- deep fly out by McCutcheon. It set the table for the Brewers' right fielder, Hunter Renfro. There's a swing and a line drive in the left field, a base hit. Yelich will be wound up. On his way to the plate, cut off, he'll score. It's another two-out RBI hit for the Brew Crew. This time, Hunter Renfro delivers. Yeah, they're not done yet with the uh, two-out base hits to knock in runs. Rowdy Telez then works a walk, but two on, two out. And that's set up. He homered in his last at-bat. And what does he do here with this one swing? There's a base hit. Narvaez dumps one into left center. Rowdy Telez will score. 
They'll hold Renfro and into second with an RBI double is Narvaez. That's good heads up base running by Omar. He realized that they were throwing the ball in toward third. I don't think he would have taken off had they thrown the ball into second base, but situational awareness by Narvaez, who's starting to swing the bat. He's got hits in his last three ABs. Three of the four runs to that point knocked in with two outs. That's huge. Four to nothing Brewers with some damage done. A couple of runs. By the way, there was another bad call in the Lorenzo Kane at bat, but that will take the four zip lead. The game then quiets down. Neither team scores in the fourth inning. Although Jace Peterson, we talked about, those of you that listen to the show a lot, I've been uh, crowing about uh, Christian Yelich and the sweet swing he's starting to get back into these days. This, again, I wanted to play this, and, and I talk about showing your kids how to play the game of baseball. Uh, show them that Christian Yelich double in Baltimore, number one. But this is an example that you don't take a day off. You don't take a swing off. You don't take one contact off. And this is Jace Peterson uh, in that uh, fourth inning because if he's not hustling, he doesn't get a base hit. Just check this out. This is, this is what you show your kids right here. Peterson out to Goldsmith. Gold glove first baseman. Race to the bag. Peterson is safe. Yeah, that's a great hustle. I mean, that's what you do right there. Even Brian Anderson, everyone, every, you guys at the stadium, you guys watching TV, you guys listening to it, just thought, that's ah, a roll over to, to the right side. Uh-uh, not the case. Uh, and and I, just, I just had to do it. Woody, a scoreless fifth inning, stays four zip into the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, Stearns, uh, by the way, did talk to the guys in the booth, and we're going to get to his comments in just a second, get to your calls in just a second, on how special of a day you think the home opener for the Brewers is uh, Brewers with eight hits. They get another one in the bottom of the fifth inning into the sixth inning. Trevor Gott coming on for the sixth inning. And Trevor Gott is pretty important this year, guys. He really is. Just a base hit in that sixth. In fact, he uh, then threw a scoreless seventh inning as well. But the Brewers, in the meantime, in the sixth inning, they tack on another run. One out walk by on-base Jace. A little aggressive. He steals second base. That pays off because Colton Wong knocks him in. Wong muscles one. Center field. That's going to get down. Peterson got a great read, and he is going to score. Yeah, there it is as the Brewers uh, put up their fifth and final run. Uh, neither team scores in that seventh inning. Uh, as I said, got scoreless through the sixth and the seventh. Gustave uh, gives up a solo shot to Tommy Edmond, and uh, that breaks the shutout. And there's your final 5-1. to one. Gustave did end up throwing a couple of innings, just that one run given up. Brewers now 4-3 and three early on here in the 2022 championship season as they get it done today. 5-1 the final. Don't look now. Your crew has won four of their last five games. It really doesn't seem like that, does it? It just doesn't. But they're not even playing their best baseball, and they've won four of their last five games. We'll take it. 414-799-1250. Kenny, you're going to be first up here. How special is it? Not Maybe not necessarily for you, but how special is the home opener in Milwaukee? Hold on. Let me get this started right. <laughs> Nicely done. Always have to get the BC rolling. The home opener, so for me, you know, I'm a middle-aged guy, and you know, I'm going to be 56 this year, Tim. And 
I did 25 straight years of hobometers. They were outstanding. I mean, we had crews that were just incredible. When it was weather like this, did you still tailgate? Yeah. So uh, let me tell you something. At the Old County Stadium, okay, uh, you could never predict April. (laughs) So I've been to snowy openers. I've been to 80-degree openers. I've been to rain sideways openers. I mean, it, it's been nuts. But that's what you get here in Wisconsin in April. That's just the reality of yep, it. Yep. And it's Brewer baseball. Now, let's get to a couple of things that you brought up today. <clears throat> and, and I need to start this off even more so than this by saying, Tim, great to have you back for this year. You do a Thank fabulous you. job yeah, with the thanks, show. Man. And, and, you know, my buddies all listening in the Northland, they put this on, they, they bring it up on their you know, iPods and everything, and they listen to the show. They love it because there is no Brewer post-game show like this. So you do a great job. And I'm not I'm not kissing your backside telling you anything you don't know. You just know what you know. Now, peanuts at the park, you damn well better be throwing them on a damn ground. There's no reason to be putting them in a cup. We're not in a PC world. We're in a ballpark. What the hell? <laughs> that's what, what, that's what, what I'm talking think. about. I've been told otherwise, though, that you shouldn't leave a. You're not a pig. This is yeah. this. You're not outside. This is this a ballpark ball, here, Timmy. That's ballpark etiquette, one hundred and one. Okay, you crack the shell. You eat the peanut. You throw the damn thing on the ground. You got people standing on Blue Mound selling you big bags of peanuts. Well, are they giving you a cup with them to put your shells in? <laughs> What the hell kind of world are we living in now? No. no. You crack them, you eat them, you throw them on the ground, and guess what they do? They come Crunch through with power blowers and they clean them all up. In them. Yeah. yeah, that's nonsense. Now, who was my guy at a game today? Omar Narvaez. Yep. What a game for that kid. You know, and then you talked about Jace Peterson. He's a hustler, and he's trying to earn his spot on this team. On-base Jace is outstanding. He's going to be a key for this team all season long. This team's just getting started. When I said 102, 100 plus, they're going to win them. And you know why? They're pitching. Everything is coming around. Chemistry, Tim, as you know in baseball, chemistry is the key. It is the key, and it's nice seeing these guys cycle through the lineup a little bit more. Turn that lineup over a little bit more. Get something cooking a little bit more, and they did that. we're seven games in, and you're going to start to see that more and more. You can see this team has a different kind of camaraderie than the last few years' worth of teams because you've got veterans on this team now. These off-season acquisitions with McCutcheon, Renfro, you see these guys come in with Kane and Yelich. You see how they help the guys. Adam, Willie Adamas. I mean, I can't say enough about this kid at shortstop. Uh, he's, he's he's the epitome of all the chemistry. Kent, uh, Kenny, I got to move. I got to move. But yeah. man, keep the beer count rolling, dude. Hey, I'm at eleven. We'll keep her rolling. <laughs> okay, see you later. Uh, had a buddy of mine text me uh, the last couple of days. Why did the Brewers trade for Hunter Bradley Jr.? Just totally yeah, not he's, fair. He's at about 160. Yep, 160, three strikeouts today. <laughs> it's just not – it's so not fair. 
It's that so that is mean. Fair. That's about one of the worst things you could say to somebody, I think, <laughs> about a professional about. baseball player. You're right, Mitch. You're right. 799-1250. Uh, one more in before I, I'm way late for a break. But I do want – you know what? Um, actually, let's do this. I, I hate to have you guys wait. I want you to listen to this from David Stearns. He was in the booth for Valley Sports Wisconsin, and it, uh, it, it's just it kind of spurned on the question – of how special of a day is it for the home opener for the Milwaukee Brewers in the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin? David Stearns answered that question today. It's a finish line at a starting point, right? I mean, we've got, we've got a long way ahead of us, but like, I, I try to step back from what's going on on the field on a day like this, and obviously what's going on for us right now, if you're on this side of things, is pretty good. So that adds to the enjoyment, but... Look, this is this is especially in this city a local holiday, and it, it's something that people here really care about. Yes. And whether you're a diehard baseball fan, a casual fan, or just invested in this city, people care about opening day. They care about the Brewers, um, and they care about joining with the community and celebrating this. And that, that's I, I've. I've seen that over and over over the last seven years. Um, every year it strikes me to have 45,000 people here today is, is really incredible. Um, and that's, that's what I take away more than anything on a day like this. Yeah, and, and he mentioned special. He mentioned holiday in there. He mentioned it, it's, just, it's just something that he's experienced through seven years of, of being uh, affiliated with this organization. He knew nothing about this day prior to getting into Milwaukee to, to uh, when he acquired this job. He knew nothing. I'm not even sure he was, he's ever, had ever been to Milwaukee before getting this job. But, that, see, he's detected it in seven years. To me, it's special. I can't speak for you guys, but to me, it's special. I think it should be an automatic half day at work. Everybody across the board, you get a half day off on Brewers opening day. Now, normally this would have been a 110 start, so, I mean, you have to consider that as well. But uh, they do get the victory today, and we're talking about how special this opening day is, and the Brewers get the victory, as well as four of their last five. Brewers have been victorious, and it, i got to be honest with you, I follow Brewers baseball as much as anybody, as much as any of you guys. It just doesn't seem like they've won four or five, does it? But that's a good sign. That's a great sign. You guys listen to this show, sign of a good football team, good basketball team, good baseball team. It's when you're not playing your best, you still win. And I don't think they're playing their best yet. They're winning for their last five. We'll be right back. I want to get your thoughts. 414-799-1250. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers win opening day today in Milwaukee, 5-1 over the cards. We'll be right back, 1250 a.m. The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. back brewers get a five to one victory to open up the championship season home portion of the schedule and it's the gene wagner plumbing postgame show presented by jim dandies on south 27th street in oak creek we'll check out the numbers in this game a lot of good things within this game and a celebratory home opener which is special how special is it to you guys because you know a lot of people do say that it's another game. Yeah, it's one of one sixty-two. I don't go anyway, so it's another game for me. I don't. I don't see it that way. It's just this is a little more on the special side for me. It's there's just something about it. It's just almost. It's a representation of. It's a representation of, uh, you know, better weather coming. You hear Bob Euchre doing the home calls now, especially the home. The home games are, to me, a little more special. You know, to get another uh, home portion of the schedule year out of Bob Euchre. 52 years? Are you kidding? Let's go to Dan. Dan, how special is opening day? David Stearns thinks it's special. Hey, Tim. How you doing, man? Good to hear I have you back, and uh, glad you're feeling better. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, but, yeah, this is my, I don't know, X amount of opening days and X amount of years. I haven't missed one in, in, in a long time here, so... 
the first one in a long time that uh, we started on the road before we started here in Milwaukee. Um, we were supposed to start here in Milwaukee this year, and that, that changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been several years since the schedule had us on the road to start the season. So um, definitely special in that regard. Special that it's Milwaukee Day, too. A lot of specials going on around, uh, around town. Um uh, but, yeah, definitely a, a special day for me. Um, and then uh, a couple notes from me here is that, first of all, uh, how about uh, uh, Colton Wong? Off to a great start this year. Unbelievable start from him. Omar uh, showing a great start as a catcher here. Um, Yelly, even Yelly, I think, you know, he's not putting up the numbers, right? We expect home runs left and right from him. Yelly is still off to a great start. He he's seen the ball well. Um, there was that questionable call, uh, the strikeout yeah. call today. Yep. Um, you know, I I think maybe he's got to swing the bat there, but uh, at the end of the day, it still feels like he's he's seen the ball well. I think we're going to see a, see a great year out of Yelly here. Well, and they're they're four and three now. They won four of their last five, and and it really doesn't it, it doesn't seem like it. It it just I can't I can't express that enough that. You know, we've been uh, griping over the lineups and, you know, Woody and Burns uh, not pitching well the first time through and Hauser and all the walks and the, the, the hitting, not putting up runs like they should. Well, uh, you know, don't look now. They won four or five. Despite all that, they won four or five. Getting on track a little bit. Burns last night, seven shutout. Today, Woody, five shutout. So you think it's a special day. And uh, let me ask you this, just on, on a side note. When you do go to a ball game, what what is your go to? What are things that you have to do at a ball game? For me, it's peanuts. It's a it's a hot dog or brat and nachos. That's the food side of things. Almost every single game, regardless of whether it's at a park in spring training over the years, whether it's on the road, whether it's here in Milwaukee, that's the food items. Then a couple of beers and then a trip to the souvenir shop. This is always what I have to do. How about you? Yeah, for me, it's, it's absolutely, it's a summer shandy starts out the season. I don't, like, they, they put summer shandy for some reason in in your local grocery stores. They put them in there in January, February, it feels like. I don't have one until opening day, until my first ball game at at, uh, uh, at American Family Field. I don't have my first summer shandy until I'm at my first brewery game. That's a that's a good tradition. All right, Dan, thank, thanks for the call. 799-1250 as the Brewers get the 5-1 uh, to one win. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Greg on the south side. You're next. What's going on? This is Craig. Go ahead, Craig. Yes. Um, here, um, I, like today, I mean, I'm just watching. The one question I have is what do you think on our number four and number five pitching staff? I mean, I mean, it, Willie's going to pitch tomorrow for Alta. And then our number four and number five, it, you know, my whole thing is our number one, number two, and number three are good, but number four and five, that is, that's my question on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, our pitching staff, I mean, we'll do you the, think okay, over Craig, that period I'll, I'll, of time that we're going to yep. go into going to a trading mode and get another, another? I mean, a better four and five, or are we going to stick with that? I mean... Well, let me let me just get to the pitching staff in a second here. I do want to get your thoughts on how special of a oh, okay, I think we we lost him. Okay. I'll I'll address the 4 and 5. The 4 and 5, do you realize the 4 and 5 guys in the rotation, uh one Adrian Hauser and one Eric Lauer. 
You do realize what they did last year, right? This is this is no sample, small sample size here. Adrian Hauser had a, had a three point two earned run average. Three point two. Those were Giovanni Gallardo's number and numbers, and he was our ace for years. If he even got a three point two, that's the four in Adrian Hauser, Craig. The number five, Eric Lauer, in 26 appearances, 19 starts. And his 19 starts to finish out the year had a 265 earned run average. He had an earned run average on the season of 3.1. Again, those are numbers that we would be okay and were okay with years ago for our one and two guys. I'm sorry, Mitch. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get to Abar. But I just, you know, again, I, let's not underestimate the thickness of a starting rotation. I'm not saying they will repeat those numbers, 3.2 for, for Hauser, 3.1 for Lauer. I'm, I'm not saying that. But you have to give them the opportunity to do so. I don't see what would change. Let's just say that Adrian Hauser balloons up to 3.7 for the season. You'll take that out of your four. A lot of teams would. Let's say Eric Lauer goes up to 3.5. You'll take that out of your five. A lot of teams would. Just saying, Craig, I, let's, not, let's just hold off. Uh, maybe it was a one-off for Lauer. Maybe it was a one-off for Adrian Hauser. I don't think so. I don't. I think they're, they're, they're bulldogs, both of them. I think they're fighters. And I think, uh, I think those numbers, uh, maybe not replicated exactly, but they'll be in that ballpark of acceptable. There's no question about it. Okay, Abar leaving American Family Field, one of 42,794 at opening day. How special is it to you to, uh, number one, you know, you went to the game, but how special just overall is the home opener for the Brewers in Milwaukee? Hey, Tim, um, love the show. Um, first time caller, but I just want to tell you this is my 18th straight home opener. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah, and I love it. Like, my whole family comes out. Like, literally, there's 25, 30 of us every year that come out for this, regardless of the weather, regardless <laughs> of, you know, even COVID, honestly. And it's just a special time for us. It, it, it's, for us, it's when you know that, hey, summer is just around the corner. And to be mm-hmm. here every single time, smelling all the grit, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's just an amazing time. It it really is. And you you got kids that you bring along with you? Yeah, I have. Um, I have a twenty year old and a nineteen year old that uh, come with me every year. And honestly, like I told him, I said, "You guys better take me twenty years from now when I can't make it on my own <laughs> if I can't." And they're absolutely gun ho about it. I mean, honestly, there's nothing better in the city of Milwaukee. It's just so cool. I I don't understand how anyone would downplay it. I I don't get that part of it. It is a special time for me. But again, I mean, Abar, we can't tell people how to react to a a given game like that. But it is a special thing. And you tell those those, uh, kids of yours, yes, when you are unable to to make all the arrangements, they're going to line up the tickets. They're going to line up the food. They're going to drive. They're going to treat you because you've been treating them for almost all their life at this point. Absolutely. Thanks for taking my call. All right, you got it. Yeah, go Brewers. 799-1250. It, 
again, I'm going to play this for you because people are tuning in, just getting out of American Family Field. I'm going to play this for you again. <clears throat> this is David Stearns, president of the Brewers, and and this is him answering the question about opening day and the circumstance around it that, you know, is it a special thing? And, and again, keep in mind while listening to this, he's been here seven years. He hasn't been here 17 like you guys or 25 or 50. It is a special day to me. I would, my parents would let me skip school when I was a kid to go to the home opener. Didn't matter. Didn't matter that they played two series beforehand like they did this year. In fact, I can't even remember whether it was the home opener or the season opener back then in the, in the 70s when I was in, in middle and high school. So this is David Stearns uh, answering that question, how big of a day is it for the Brewers and, and the community? It's a finish line at a starting point, right? I mean, we've got, we've got a long way ahead of us, but like, I, I try to step back from what's going on on the field on a day like this, and obviously what's going on for us right now, if you're on this side of things, is pretty good. So that adds to the enjoyment, but like, this, is, this is, especially in this city, a local holiday. And it, it's something that people here really care about. Yes. And whether you're a diehard baseball fan, a casual fan, are just invested in this city people care about opening day they care about the brewers um, and they care about joining with the community and celebrating this and that, that's I, i've i've seen that over and over over the last seven years um, every year it strikes me to have 45,000 people here today is, is really incredible um, and that's that's what i take away more than anything on a day like this yeah and it really is something that as he said people do care about this now, again, if you, I've always said uh, if you disagree with any of the conversational topics that we're talking about here, it's okay to disagree. If it's just another game for you because you don't go. I, I would say this, maybe it's elevated a little bit in the excitement-o-meter uh, if you do go. Because I know a lot of our staff members were at the game today. Mitch, you get extra because they went. Yeah, Mitch, because they went to games. You made money today, right? Exactly. They they went deep, deep bullpen here at the fan to (laughs) to drag me out. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm just the point (laughs) is the point is is that that when they when they go, that's really kind of a special kind of thing for them. They yeah. I know a couple of them took off work, not only this job but other jobs, to go and and tip a few beers. I mean, it's a little different for me. I've been to opening days. Yes, obviously. Uh, both while I've done this show and then before I, I started this show 17 years ago. And obviously there's a big difference because I'm not going to be drinking alcohol if I go to opening day for the first four or five innings and then head off to the studio. I, I think it's way more special when I didn't have to work and do this show. But nonetheless, a special circumstance surrounding just the fact that it's here and it's, and it's home. I don't know if anyone would disagree with that stuff. I mean, again, I, I don't know. We, we can talk more after the break. Check out some of the numbers here. If you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. And someone needs to get to the bottom of this because now I'm getting text here on my, my personal phone that is saying you are a pig if you're dropping your shells by your feet and then you scrunch them all up on top of it. That, to me, it was the, the friction of stepping on those peanut shells. <laughs> It's just something I've always, I don't know, call me, call me goofy. 
but just once they're all down on the ground and then you s- step on them, it's just that crunch. Like it's it's a passage and right to baseball. I, I don't know. It's just this is weird. But I mean, do people do that still? And is that out of line? We need to get to the bottom of that. We're going to hear from Craig Council. A lot to get to. Uh, thanks for uh, listening here. Brewers get the victory 5-1 today. Woody, a nice performance. Five shutout. Would have liked to have gone a little bit deeper, obviously. But Trevor got Jandel Gustave, four innings of one-run ball. Okay? And in the last four games, the Brewers pitching staff as a whole has allowed just nine runs in four games. We'll take that. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek after a Brewers victory on opening day here with the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. We will get to you if you're on hold right now. Somebody drops off, you guys can jump on. 5-1 Brewers get the victory today over the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a little bit sweeter than it was the St. Louis Cardinals, right? And uh, it's opening day, and how special of a day is it for you guys? And I, uh, I, uh, I find it quite fascinating that it, there's just something in the air. It's, it's atmospheric almost. It really is. Time for the call of the game. 
Brought to you by 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. That sounds really, really good right about now after a Brewers 5-1 to victory. Call of the game uh, as uh, heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Brewers already up one zip. How about they tack on in the second inning off the bat of Omar Narvaez? Narvaez sends one deep to right. This is way back, and Omar sends one out of here. Solo shot for the Brewer catcher, and it's 2 to nothing, Milwaukee. Man, he can barrel up baseballs as well. You know that? I'm beginning to see that out of Omar Narvaez. All right, 799-1250. Nate, thanks for holding on so long. The rest of you guys will get right after Nate. Nate, you're on the fan. 5-1, and how special of a day is it today? Um, it's a very special day. Opening day is always, always fun because it's the start of the baseball season, just like any other sport. When you get to see the the guys play that you acquired over the off season, or guys that may have took a step last year, or when the rookies that you drafted, you get excited. And not only that, but when your team is good and you, and you, they have high expectations you can also get excited for the season as well. So that's that's what I feel like opening day is. It's just like seeing guys that you acquired over the off season, guys that came up from the came up through the system that are, are getting the shot and then also your favorite players from seasons before. All of that combined into one plus the atmosphere and knowing that your team is uh in contention for uh, a World Series is and Nate. Is, it was cool today man. hearing, he, like on that Omar Homer or the uh, the RBI in the in the first inning from from McCutcheon. Uh, it, you know, t- for once now we've been through six of these games: three in Chicago, three in Baltimore. It was just sort of music to everybody's ears to be on the home side of that to get that crowd going, and it was actually for us. Now we did hear some of that in Chicago. There were quite a few Brewer fans. I was impressed uh, at Wrigley Field in that opening series, but this was pretty darn cool. And I don't well, there was nothing much for the Cardinal fans to cheer about, but man, it was just kind of cool to hear the fans on our side for for once. And that that to me that made it special as well. Yeah, it most definitely does because you get that adrenaline rush from being inside the building, even watching it on TV. You you felt the adrenaline when Omar hit that home run or when Colton hit that triple. You just felt the adrenaline rush from the crowd and from with every cheer. Um, and for me, like with that, I've been saying it the last couple of days. Omar has been hitting the ball very well, yep. and to see that finally pay off for him today. That All right, would, real, real quick, funny. Nate. Let, let me let me ask you this: you're, you're at the ball game. You got a bag of peanuts. You don't have a trash bag with you. I mean, who who carries a trash bag to a baseball game? Anybody? Maybe some do. Um, uh, do do you do you put the shells on the ground? Do you, do you just sprinkle them all over the ground? Step all over them? Yeah, you throw them on the ground. It's just <laughs> like that's that's. It's just like with with uh with like as long as you're not putting them in your mouth like. And spitting spit them, them right. Them but if you if you if you're a guy that likes to spit, then yeah, you should have your own okay. cup. All right, Nate. Nate, always a pleasure, man. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk again tomorrow after Brewers Game Two victory. Uh, Chris on the Odyssey app. Uh, he is listening in uh, Washington D.C. Chris, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hey, Timothy. How are you? 
I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's more important how you are, though, dude. <laughs> I'm doing great. So, you know, two games in Baltimore uh, the past couple of days. Uh, the home opener was a little bit rough, but last night was great. Uh, obviously, Hater came in and, and got the win. So, um, you know, the home opener in Milwaukee, always very special to me. Uh, fond memories of County Stadium and those red seats uh, and the terrible – yeah, see, you could afford the red seats. I was always in the green seats. I mean, my 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 family raised a small. My parents raised a small village of of kids, six kids. Man, we we had to go green seats or the light blue ones, way in the top. Uh, in fairness, um, no uh, uh, no affordability for me uh, on those, but but still fond memories and yeah, uh, keep a. Um, keep a poster of County Stadium uh, above my desk at work uh, all the time. It's a very fond uh, time. But, you know, i got to tell you, so, you know, Devin Williams uh, did not really perform the other day. was super worried about that and called in uh, after opening day with a prediction of 83 and 79. I'm going to mm-hmm. raise that by five games now. Uh, let's say 88 and 74. Uh okay going to be a little bit concerted still but uh nevertheless it was very happy with this and uh you know like an all-star team of old timers right adam wainwright uh all-time brewer killer Pujols, uh molina similarly really happy to just see the brewers kind of bury them put them into place uh on the home opener today it was really a great uh thing to observe and and you know you 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 have to you have to make this even better by laying the wood to him tomorrow as well. Chris, hey, th- hey, thanks for the thanks for the comments. And yeah, you bring up uh, County Stadium. Uh, those of you that uh, enjoyed uh, some Brewers baseball at County Stadium, you know, I, again, it's affordability, uh, and it's 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 relative to where where you come from economically uh, as to what you're used to at ball games. You know, you you might be used to the first ten rows, or you you ain't going to a ball game. I know uh, I got a guy in one of my bands that I play with that, you know, they're they're really well off, and uh, him and his wife retired. Uh, they're really really well off, and they go to they will go to Brewer games, but only if it, they are just amazing seats, or they don't go. I mean, that's yeah, I'm not so me. Glad you pointed that out. Yeah, that's that's not me. That wasn't me, and it isn't me. I mean, I remember walking up those ramps way up to the upper deck, and just looking over at that that uh, little inlet to the mezzanine level. And I used to stare at that as I walked on by to the next level. And it's like, man, I wish I could go to that. I wish I could go to the mezzanine level. That would be so cool. Chris, thanks for the call, man. Good good Thank luck you. to you. We'll talk again throughout the season. Uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Henry, you're next on the fan here. What's going on? How special is opening day for you? Oh, nice to talk to you. Um, opening day is awesome for me. Um, I'm 13 years old, and today was my 14th home opener. <laughs> Your 14th, so you were there and didn't even know it, right? Yep, I, I went to my first game when I was um 15 days old. Is that right? Wow, that is super cool. <laughs> and what? Where, where'd you sit today? Um, we had like nosebleeders up high. It was the game Ryan Braun, his two run home run to go to win the wild card. Mm-hmm. Two thousand eight. Who who cares about the nosebleed? You at you were at a major league baseball game to see the Cardinals and Brewers at American Family Field. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
It sure That's is. That's really. So when you eat peanuts, do you eat peanuts? Do you throw them on the ground? Um, yeah, when I do. We didn't have peanuts tonight. They're okay. ballpark peanuts, pretty expensive. Am I right? Do, do you play baseball? Yeah, I play baseball. I'm U13 select. <clears throat> Ooh, nice. Where Where do you play? Who do you play for? Um, it's a team out like in Pewaukee area, Waukesha, CMB. Okay, gotcha. What position? Uh, I pitch. I can play catch catcher sometimes, first base, third base. Pitching's mainly my strong suit. I'm best at okay, that. Okay, nice. Pitching and corner infield. I like it. Stay yep. in touch, Henry. Let us know your batting average and how you're doing this year. All right. Okay, take it easy. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Yeah. Hey, Austin, Austin, Texas. My man, you were at the game today. You took off work to go to this game. How special is it for you guys? Ah, oh, Timmy, what's up, my man? Yeah, it, you know, this is, uh, I think, three or four in a row for home openers now. It gets and all then, a little blurry because of the beers, doesn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, we, uh, you can check Channel 3 out in Madison and some other TV station. They had the cameras right in our face doing the beer bongs in the parking lot, so that was pretty sweet <laughs> to get okay, the day nice. going. We were, we were right up front by the clock tower for the parking lot. Your kids and great. grandkids are going to be so proud of you, Austin. Ah, uh, so proud. I mean, I'm proud of myself. I really gave it A-plus effort today. Okay. But, I mean, I, uh, I mean, how can you not love the home openers? I mean, the vibes, especially today being the 414 day, there wasn't a single person that I talked to that didn't just have high energy ready to go, which was saying a lot because it was cold. The wind out in that parking lot, I very much underestimated the wind. It was, it was, it was which, just brutal today. I was like, the dogs aren't getting walked today. It's just too damn oh, cold man. out. Thank, thankfully, though, we were smart enough to put a roof on our stadium, and that might have been the best thing that they could have ever done. I like being outside today tailgating we were talking about it just with the group that i was with we're like hey at least when we walk inside we are going to be as comfortable as can be no doubt no everybody doubt. outside austin, was just huddled around austin texas dude you sound in pretty good shape here yeah i'm actually <laughs> in a lot better shape than i thought i was going to be in most most of our damage got done before the game but it was so cold that you were just you know just another beer down the hatch to you know keep keep the warmth going well and and that's the other thing you drink a few beers in the parking lot you get in and you have a beer or two and then you always hit that like fifth inning malaise right it's just like especially if there's no scoring going on you're like well that and i mean it was the home opener woody was on the mound we had really good seats so i mean if we had nosebleeds maybe i'd spend a little bit more time out in the, the outfield bar but because we had good seats it was into every pitch and, and ready to go. All right, Austin, take it easy. Always a pleasure. We'll oh, talk soon. Hold up. I got, I got to answer your peanut question because this oh, is that's the right. okay. why I called. It's, <laughs> it's a staple, something that I have to get every time I walk into a stadium. And those shells go anywhere that I'm standing. Just and straight down, right? The, and then, then you crunch them all the when you walk away. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately for the guy in front of me today, a few on the guy's back. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, you think you think back to just kind of end up places. Couple in the you hood, think maybe. Right. Ballpark etiquette. It, it, there's something to be said about that. I mean, years ago at County Stadium, you were able to smoke cigarettes at your seat. How oh, I mean, think, think, <laughs> think, <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, on a rough game, I was going through a pack at night. I mean, come on. Um, 
But the the peanut thing, I've been given grief on that from, you know, I don't want to out these guys, but okay, fine, I will. Sparky, he's given me some grief about it. Billy, my old broadcast partner here, he's given me a little grief about it. Is it peanuts on the ground or pig? That should be the question. Are you a pig if you're just dropping peanuts? Additionally, what are you supposed to do with them then? Right, yeah, where are you going? You're not going back in the bag with them. All right, Austin, take it, take it All easy. All right, yeah, Thank Jimmy, you. take it easy, man. Always good yep. talking to you. Yep, you got it. Um, are we? He mentioned the roof. Uh, are we getting a little spoiled on that? I think at times we should pinch ourselves and say, hey, man, that is cool. We never have to worry about inclement weather. We're so used to it now. Do we really? It's one of those things. Do we appreciate it as much as we should? Because you guys, even walking from the parking lot into the stadium today, brutal. I mean, I, I think but judging by the attendance figures, Tim, every year, I think people do appreciate it. I think so. I think so. And I think they appreciate it even more from, you know, arranging an outing that will, you know, always have a game come to fruition here. I mean, whether it's from, you know, Green Bay area or Wausau or Eau Claire or La Crosse or wherever it might be, Madison coming on in. You never have to worry about that. And that over the past, you know, prior to the prior to the new stadium, that was an issue because that's a lot of infrastructure to get together, you know, a, a bus load, get the beer, get the food, get the driver, get the tickets lined up, get a date, get it all arranged. I think I think we just a re- friendly customer service reminder. Appreciate the roof and the climate-controlled environment. All right, 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff coming up. We'll hear from Craig Council coming up. Uh, If you want to join the conversation as to how special you think the Brewers' home opener is each and every year, even if it's not the season opener, we'll take you. 414-799-1250. Brewers get a 5-1 victory today that made it even sweeter. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen and a Brewers victory. We'll be right back here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. All right, welcome back. A Brewers 5-1 victory, and we're off and running with the home portion of the 2022 championship season. Tim Allen, uh, I appreciate you guys tuned in over the years, and I, you know, I talk about this now that you know, we've, we've got uh, a home date. I'll, I'll just reiterate it again that uh, I can't, I can't thank you guys enough for 17 years at any any job is is a nice run. There's no doubt, regardless of what you do for a living. But I can tell you this, it's compounded by a, oh, I got to use the right word for my industry. Uh, let's just call it what it is, the radio industry. <laughs> I don't want to add in any descriptive words in there. Um, it's compounded in, in, in even 17 years in, in a radio job. It's almost unheard of. It's just almost unheard of, regardless of what format. It could be a music station or whatever. And part of that is you guys, and I mean that. It's if, if I didn't have that, then they wouldn't have me doing this on this microphone for 17 years. It's, it's almost, it's almost un, unreal that it's been 17 years. I can remember talking about Brady Clark in 2006. 
I mean, I, I just, you go back and these names just pop up at you and uh, it's crazy. So I appreciate that. And it's nice to talk Brewers baseball. And as I, I've always said, I'm a fan first and then I'm a broadcaster and that's not going to change. And if it costs me my job, okay, so be it. Then, then it will, but I'm going to be a Brewers fan and react as such. 799-1250. We'll get to Craig Council in just a second here. Vincent, our friend in Anaheim. How about it, Vincent? Brewers have won four of their last five. Hey, man, that's what I'm talking about. I know it looked kind of, it looked kind of uh, hard at first, you know, when you're losing to the Cubs and they're not producing against the Orioles and stuff. But hey, you got to do what you got to do, man, at the beginning of the season. And, and first of all, Tim, I'm glad you're feeling better. I know uh, – I listened to the uh, opening day game, and you were feeling you're out of it. You know, I felt I felt bad for you, man, because I know you you bleed Brewers, man. You know what I mean? And like you said, reason why I became a fan is partly because of you guys, man. Your your post game show is like talking to another guy. Like you're passionate about the game, you're cool, and like I was like, yeah, man, I'm feeling this, man. So I, I just enjoyed it, and I was like, you know what? I'll become a Brewers fan. So I've been a Brewer fan since 2015, partly because of y'all, and yeah, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing wrong. You know, the Brewers never did me wrong, so. <laughs> yeah, I pre- and we appreciate that, and especially the the West Coast. By the way, your boy Trout just hit a, a monster shot today four twenty four seventy two. Hey, you know, hey, but you know we we used to that. We, we what we need now is a damn you know a trophy for Trout, a World Series trophy. That's what we need now. But we'll start um, with a deep run into the playoffs. I mean, you got to. I know, there. right? I, hey, hey, you know, don't remind me. Don't remind me. Right? You're still the best player, though. Oh but, yeah, hey, there's I'm glad y'all got this victory, there. man, because. A victory, no matter what, it's your home opener. You can't take those back. Every year, you know, every year is a new year. You can't take that back. Once you go back and you lose your home opener, it's not a big thing, but especially beating the Cardinals, another rival, I'll take it, man. And the only thing was, you think Woodruff could have stayed in longer? I thought he could have stayed in longer the game. Uh, yeah, what was I it, mean, 89 pitches, Mitch? Was that Yeah, man, was I don't that know why they do that. Yeah, 89. Uh, did you hear about Dave Roberts? He pulled Kershaw after seven, and then he was going like, he only had like 83 pitches, and he could have went for like a perfect game or like a, I don't know, hitter, but I don't know, oh, yeah. man. Some of these, sometimes it's analytic stuff. Sometimes it's get that guy out there. It's the beginning of the season. I know you don't want to hurt him, but such him out, man. Let him, let him just, if he's feeling it, let him just go with it. But, What's uh, the weather right now in SoCal? Oh, I know. When you talk about the weather, you're like, y'all cold, man. I had to turn on the AC over here at work. <laughs> about 84 degrees over here in the West Coast. Oh, you baby. suck. Come on. <laughs> Don't do that to us. Hey, the weather <laughs> will break here too. soon. Vincent, hey, stay in touch, especially those late right, games. Sure, I plan man. on talking through, to you, okay? Can I, I get a prediction real quick? Go ahead. 89-89 victories. Uh, it's going to be rough. 89 victories. And still, your 2022 National League Central Division champions, baby. They're going to go in with that another division championship to hang, and they're going to still go to the playoffs. 89 wins. Imagine that, though. 88, <laughs> you're saying 88, 89, 89 victories. You know what? Yes, we would beg for that for the you know duration of a 26-year playoff drought. We would beg exactly. for 89 wins. I know, man. That's why I said this gives a playoff, but, hey, no, nah, I'm going to take that extra step. I think it might be rough. We might dip into third place sometimes during the season, but we'll, 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 get, we'll claw up there, man. Just like the St. Louis Cardinals did, man. We counted them out that one year, and then they end up going in that run and making it to the damn playoff. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Vincent, always a pleasure, dude. Stay in touch. I no problem, man. Yep, take it easy. Uh, Craig Council. Uh, We'll hear from him in a second. Let's check out some of the numbers here. A nice Brewers 5-1 victory. Uh, We'll take a look inside the box. Colton Wong in the game today. Two for four with a run scored, one RBI. Willie Adamas goes 0 for four. Ouch, with a couple of strikeouts. Christian Yelich, one for four with a run scored. 
Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, big two out, one for four. Big two out RBI base hit in that first inning. Rowdy Telez, one for three, one run scored and a walk. Well, just saying, uh, take a look at Rowdy Telez. Uh, by the way, keep him in there. That'd be nice because it's 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 kind of tough to go one for three with a walk and an RBI if you're sitting on the bench. Just saying. Uh, Hunter Renfro today goes one for four with an RBI, three strikeouts. Ouch. Omar Narvaez, big day, two for four, a homer double, two RBIs. Lorenzo Cain goes 0 for four with a couple of strikeouts. On base, Jace, one for two, two walks, one run scored, had a stolen base. You know, I wonder when they uh, May 1st comes, they drop that uh, roster from 28 to 26. I hope you would think that he's not going to be the, a casualty of that, right? Is this going to be a couple of pitchers? I would think. Yeah. I uh, would think so, too, because I think Council really likes on base Jace a lot. I think it's his kind of guy, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Gets on base. Not a real heavy hitter, but, you know, just gets the obviously hustles, as you saw tonight. Um, just a council kind of guy. So yeah. I think I think yeah. he's pretty safe. I agree. And he goes deep counts, draws the walks, and, and just puts a little pressure on those guys. I, I, I think he's a, he's a stay with, without question. Pitching lines today. Woody in his second start, much, much better. Five innings, three hits, no runs, one walk, and just a couple of strikeouts, 89 pitches. ERA drops to 727. Trevor Gott, this is important here. They need this dude middle relief, relief to have a good season. Trevor Gott goes two innings. One hit, no runs, no walks with a couple of strikeouts. That's a tough St. Louis offensive lineup there. Nice performance from Trevor Gott. You could say the same thing about Jandel Gustave as well. A couple of innings pitched, two in, uh, one hit. Just the one run given up, and that's fine. Stayed on the attack, no walks and no strikeouts, so everything in play. Brewers today, they get five runs on nine hits. Did have a couple of errors. Cardinals just one run on just five hits, no errors. The win, it goes to Brandon Woodruff. He is now 1-1. One one. Wainwright with the loss. He goes to 1-1 uh, one one as well. Brewers now 4-3 and three through the first seven games of the 2022 championship season. 42,794 to observe this one, the home opener, and a victory over St. Louis. Let's get to uh, Craig Council here. He's got to be pretty pleased. Still to come, we'll hear from Brandon Woodruff as well as Omar Narvaez. But here's the Brewers manager after the win. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought he just he came out and just he had a good first inning, kind of from the first pitch. It, it was um, it was good. Got a little more comfortable, um, and then he had to work through a really tough third inning um, where he threw some really quality pitches. Um, they had some good at bats. Didn't get didn't get some calls, and he and he just kept making pitches. Um, you know, they they made him work really hard that inning, but to still put up a zero was was impressive. We talk about stuff all the time with pitchers, but that's kind of a sign of a good pitcher, right? When you're not getting the calls, just keep executing and keep going. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And he's he's a good pitcher. Early offense is always good, but was it especially important against these guys? They're always. Um, you know, we just, we just did a good job. You know, it was, it was a little bit of everything. Um, but I thought it was good at bats against Wainwright, really just, um, a lot of two out hits, just getting guys on. So, um, it was pressure, you know what I mean? We, we, we made him, we put pressure on him. 
the first inning, McCutcheon getting that run in after he after he you know the leadoff triple, and then he did did some good things to kind of get himself close to getting out of it, and and still putting still taking a piece of him in that first inning was important. How nice was it to see Omar get going a little bit with this extra base hits? Yeah, Omar had a great game, um, kind of on all sides of it to me. Um, so it's you know you get. I think our lineup's built to be able to get contributions the whole way through. Um, so getting getting some contributions down at the bottom today was good. What you like about Jace's approach? I think he on base three separate times. Yeah, I mean, Jace used his legs today, I thought, really well. Um, you know, he played discipline in his legs, which is really why Jace has, you know, become such a solid player. He could, you know, beat you in a diff- bunch of different ways. Um, you know, impact the game in a lot of different ways. Um, and he played a nice third base too. I thought he made some nice plays at third base. So a good all-around game, which is what he brings to the table. Craig, how well beneficial was Gox to innings today, not just for the game, but the whole? Uh, you meet both guys. Um, I mean, I thought Trevor's stuff was pretty darn good. Um, but both guys, you know, we we were in we weren't in great shape after. Um, you know, with, with some of our primary guys after uh, the Baltimore series and uh, those two guys to cover both of their innings. Um, that was important to, to kind of put you back on track. And, uh, you know, we're looking, the bullpen like I've talked about is, you know, we got a couple guys that we know what, know where we're going to put them and when we're going to use them. And then we've got some spaces to, to earn some earn some roles. And uh, those, are, those are big innings that those guys gave us. Craig, you mentioned how Woodruff in the third inning line, and he showed his frustration there. Yeah. He kept making pitches, and that can be a spot where sometimes a pitcher can let it get away from him a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's uh, some experience, I think, being in those situations before. Um, you know, I, th- I think Brandon can tell you about a couple, couple of situations uh, that, that, he's, that he's let it get the best of him. Um, and that's where, that's where experience comes in. Um, learning from those situations and uh, continue to attack and not let the moment kind of the motion of the moment take over. Um, and, he, and he did a really nice job. The difference between game one and game two, both for Burns and Woodruff, is that just settling into the season? It's a baseball season. Um, we. I think the thing we're all going to have to get used to is we, we're, we're getting a little spoiled by these guys. Um, they are great. Um, they are going to have hiccups. Um, their seasons are going to be different. They're still going to be great, but they're going to be different. Um, but uh, they're talented. They work hard. They're conscientious. Um, and they're going to have success over the long term. So, you know, there's going to be blips in the season. Um but I think you see them come back from them. It shows shows who they are. What do you think about Pujols trying to steal that base there? Um, well, he's he, he's he's a smart player, and then um, you know he he tried to catch but catch us napping a little bit and catch catch Woody in a little bit of a rhythm. Um, I, I thought it was another just how how Woody just didn't panic right there. You know that you can. You can panic there. You can balk there when you see something like that. He just, I thought he calmly stepped off and, and realized he had some time and, and we executed a play. I think 2019 was the last time that there was a full house for an opening day here in 
Well, nice to get him to win. I think that was, you know, you wanted a full house and get him a win. I think that makes it uh, that makes it a good day. That's that's what I'd say, and um, making them enjoy themselves the rest of the night. There he is, Craig Council, after the Brewers' five to one victory, and he mentioned uh, Brandon Woodruff. This is what uh, stuck out there uh, in his comments to me is that. You know, he, he made mention that he had to bear down after not getting some calls in that third inning. And th- those were brutal calls. It should have been a strikeout twice to uh, Goldschmidt in that situation. But, you know, how he, you know, had maintained a lower heartbeat and didn't, didn't get all frazzled like he has in the past. And Craig Council made mention that he can tell you about those. One was in Chicago. He hit a wall. He was cruising. Doesn't get a couple of calls. Things go haywire. And I think you guys remember this game that uh, I believe seven consecutive Cubs reached base on him. And they bounced him in like the fifth inning, fifth or sixth inning. And the game got away from him. And and Counts is right that it is based on experience. I, I don't know how I could do that. There's no way I could do that. There's the, just emotionally, the, the passion. I'd be irate. I'd be John Lester. I, th- I, think, I'd be, I, I think I'd be that guy. That would question the umpire, shake his head, hold his hands out, take a couple of just steps. Just very ornery in general. Yeah, I, I would be when when you miss calls. When you miss calls like that, we all saw the calls. Whether you were yeah. at uh, American Family Field or watching on TV, clearly, you know a changeup once in a while, Mitch. I, I get that an umpire occasionally gets fooled on on the pitch itself. It's sure. so good. That, but but a slider that, that catches a good chunk of the plate, I don't understand how they miss those calls. Well, and especially when you just rung up Yelich no more than, what, six batters ago on a on a very questionable pitch as well. Um, it, yeah. it, it, Woody was visibly, visibly upset in that inning, and he was barking at Lance Barrett on the way back after he ultimately got out of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of worried there for a second he might get, uh, get run out. That would have been not good um, because Woody was – Clearly in a different gear, I think, uh, in this second start, which, you know, with the shortened spring training, I mean, maybe the first time through the rotation, these guys just needed one more maybe start in spring, and unfortunately it had to come when it, when it mattered, and they struggled coming out. But Woody, you could tell, was was locked into a, to a different sort of gear uh, yeah. today than he was on Saturday where it just nothing and, – and I got to give credit to the Cubs over over the weekend. I mean, they were – they were really good at the plate and waited out these this, these starting pitchers of the Brewers, mm-hmm. um, but you know Woody was was just pouring in the fastball and that's that's when he's at his best when he can just throw ninety seven cheese you know right by a guy I mean and challenge him yeah you know and, and, and that's where he needs to get to and and sometimes you know that that's just based on experience Craig Council came just short of I thought for a second there he was going to lean toward. You know, uh, talking about what great numbers and great seasons these guys had last year. And and I've been saying to expect Corbin Burns to have a 2-4 ERA um, and to Woody to have a 2-5 ERA and Peralta 2-8 ERA. I mean, that's asking for a lot, guys. And I know Council's probably not going to say it like I say it. But I, th- I thought he was leaning in that direction. He said they're going to be great in a different way. I mean that's the <laughs> and and the bril- the brilliance of of Craig Council his um his his wording of things is uh pretty impressive. 
It, it really is. And, and to word it that way, that these guys are going to be great in a different way. In other words, he's saying what I'm saying in that to expect those type of numbers year in and year out, it's just asking for a lot. It's probably asking too much. And as I said, if you balloon it uh, from, from Burns from a 2-3 to a 2-7, that's still pretty damn good. You know, if Woody goes from a 2-5 to a 2-9, that's really good. You know what I mean? So you buffer in that little step back. And I'm not saying all of them are go- going to do that. But to expect those types of numbers, is it was certainly special in terms of the rotation last year. We're going to hear from Woody, among others. We'll do that next. Uh, if you want to jump in here, just a couple of minutes left here, 799-1250. You're, looking, or you're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Yeah, we have no cameras here for you to take a look-see. Presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. Brewers win 5-1. We'll be right back. And McCutcheon back up the middle. A base hit and an RBI. A pick-me-up. And the Brewers strike first here this afternoon. (laughs) Speaking of pick-me-ups, what a pick-me-up it was for David Stern to get him in March. Yeah, no doubt about that. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. A special day here, the home opener. In the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin, the home portion of the 22 championship season off and running. And it, uh, well, had a uh, 5-1 to Brewers victory over the Cardinals. And the Brewers have now won four of their last five. I like that stat. That's probably the best stat I've read all season long. Well, let's get uh, inside the clubhouse here, among others. Uh, Mitch, we're going to hear from uh, Woody, Omar, and someone else and is in there as well. Colton Wong as well. And Colton Wong. All right, let's check this out. Sit back and give this a listen to three of your favorite brewers. Brandon, that, that's the third inning. Obviously, we saw the, the emotions came out there, but but you kept pitching. Um, Count said that maybe is a moment where experience takes over. Were there in the past, might that have been a moment where it got away from Yes, you? I actually had that conversation with Hookie um, after the fifth, I think. Even last year, man, I've had those times where I've had that happen to me, and I get pretty fired up about it because it it matters, right? I mean, it's second and third, their best hitter up, middle of the lineup. Uh, you got the meat of the order coming up, and I just felt like two pitches, and I, 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 I mean, I went back and watched them. They were pretty good. So um, I think last year I probably would have let that get to me a little bit and maybe not executed um, as well. Um, but in that moment, I just kept telling myself, take a breath, clear it out, reset, um, and worry about the next pitch. And I think, uh, yeah, I think I was able to do a pretty good job of that and um, get through that inning. How much better do you think your fastball command was than it was last weekend? Yeah, I'm still, um, I'm still working hard every day, and you know, get back, right back to it tomorrow. I still feel like I'm. Today was a better step in terms of getting back to who I am. Um, I'm not quite on the train tracks yet, but I'm getting there. And today was the right step. And it's just, it's such a long season. So um, getting there and then, uh, but yeah, today was a lot better. Uh, just trying to carry that momentum going forward. Omar, how do you react when, when Woody's making pitches, but not getting those calls? Like, How tough is it for you to, to, to see that? Um, I was just trying to get him to, getting through the inning. Um, 
if I if we both get cut off at that moment, we probably give those runs away and wouldn't be talking about another result. So we just gotta stick with it. You know, every pitch matter, but most importantly is trying to get ourselves out of the inning. You know, trying to keep working and and uh, get as many uh, guys out quickly. Just what was your approach at the plate coming into today, facing a tricky pitcher like Wainwright having success you did? Um, you try to keep it simple. You know, try not to do too much. And you, um, um, the, the, the day in uh, Chicago, I was trying to do too much, and uh, I got myself, you know, out of who I am. So uh, can I come back and when I be who I am, and, and you know, try to keep it simple. What do you? It's kind of weird to see two strikeouts from you today. Understanding that's not everything. Yeah. Um, you know, was it just kind of pitching a contact today, or is it just a function of they? So the Cardinals obviously faced them a lot, and that's the same, basically the same same lineup has it been, you know, has it that it has been the past few years. So they know me well, I know them well. Um, I think today, me and Omar and, and Hooky and, and War, you know, we had a good plan of what they were trying to do. You know, I, there's no secret I used the fastball a lot, but I think today I, I had to mix it up a lot more with the all speed to get them off of the fastball just enough. That way, um, when I did throw it, it, you know, surprised them a little bit, I guess, in a sense. So um, it, it's one of those things that that's what I'm kind of taught, like the strikeouts weren't there, but I, I had to pitch, I had to be a pitcher today. And that's sometimes what you need to do. And um, it's not all about going out there and striking people out all the time. Um, so you know, it's that's a good step. That's good being a pitcher. It's not always about striking people out, and uh, and that's hard to do. But uh, to work through some innings and and sequence up some pitches and, and and get through it, and you know the most important part is you put up a, a zero. So um, and it's not just me. You know, we worked hard together to kind of figure out what was going on and what we could do. So. For Colton or Omar, um, Craig was talking before about how your lineup is built to get contributions from top to bottom. How nice is it, I guess, just knowing that kind of anywhere between the top and bottom that you guys can contribute that way? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, I think for spring training, we kind of had that mindset. You know, we saw the guys that we had, the guys that we brought in, and uh, it just kind of put a confidence throughout the clubhouse. You know, we know that we can hit, we know that we can put up runs, and, um, you know, it's been kind of, hit or miss the past couple of days, but it's still early. So, you know, no panic. We just understand how good we are. We just got to continue to keep grinding, keep our heads down, and uh, keep putting together good at-bats. Cool. All right, there they are, the Brewers' battery of Woody and Omar and then Colton Wong. It is uh, fairly early uh, and really understand how good they are. This offense, I'll tell you guys, I've been saying it, I, I just think this offense is going to be above average. I do. Um, let's, let's, let's see what happens moving forward. It's like watching a good movie every, every single night now that the season's underway and we've got you covered, uh, tomorrow after game two, after the last pitch, you make the switch. That's a seven ten first pitch. And we'll see a Gene Wagner plumbing post game show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th street in Oak Creek. And the matchup, Mitch, for tomorrow's game two. Yeah, Miles Michaelis goes for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's got a 4.91 ERA, a 2.18 whip, and just one start. Three and three and two thirds in that start. Six hits allowed with just one strikeout. Uh, he goes against Freddie Peralta for the crew, a 6.75 ERA. Oh, by the way, Michaelis zero and zero did not get a win in his first. Neither neither did Freddie. 6.75 ERA, 1.75 whip, four innings pitch, six strikeouts, three hits, four walks in that first start, and a home run allowed for Freddie Peralta, so he'll have to improve as well. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, Freddie. 
throw a beauty tomorrow. Just throw a beauty tomorrow. He, he, I mean, he does that, and, and the Cardinals are back on their heels in this series. So game two tomorrow. We'll talk to you after the last pitch as you make the switch. For Mayor Mitch, my main man, my name is Tim Allen. 5-1, Brewers get the victory. 4-3 and three now early on here in the championship season. We'll see you tomorrow. And smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.